When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Giddy Up Bag of Tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com Always great to catch up with this man. Talk about inspiring stories. Saab Hassan is one of those and he joins us now. Saab, thanks for your time, mate. Welcome to Giddy Up. First of all, how are you feeling, mate? We all know that you've been, oh, you haven't had the best of luck. Um, you were hurt quite badly in a track accident. So how's the recovery going? Uh, look, it's... It's been slow. It's been really frustrating. Um, I uh, was starting to heal okay. And um, as you know, with concussion, it can take time. And uh, then uh, to top it all off, I got kicked in the face and the shoulder last Monday. So that uh, that shook me up, up a bit. But um, look, uh, I'm pretty lucky. You know, you go through Royal Children's Hospital and you see all the kids that are sick. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty lucky. Jeez, mate, that's... So you, you, you've been battling concussion and I know a few mates that are doing the same and it's, um, it's tough because it's, it's, you don't know what, what kind of day you're about to have and then you get kicked again. So, um, geez, you must've been lucky there last Monday as well there, sir. Very, very lucky. Um, someone's looking out for me. Um, I think maybe all the good deeds that I've done in my life has come back and, uh, and maybe held me in good stead, but, um, yeah, look, I'm very lucky. I've got, I've got a fantastic partner, great kids and uh, good staff. Um, it's been very, very difficult uh, in all the years I've trained and I've been involved in horses. The shortage of staff and track riders is just ridiculous, you know. And it's one of the biggest uh, problems that we need to address in, in racing. Um, like, we're paying astronomical amounts of money just to have our horses work. It's pretty... It's got to the extent where it's not worth doing, but, you know, what are you doing? You know, you love the horses and you want to train and it's just a matter of doing it. But, you know, some of our track riders, um, the money that they're getting, uh, it's just, just unbelievable because there's just no track riders around. Yeah, it's um, people I don't think, like I was talking to a few people about this the other day, like the training fees are, are big to have a thoroughbred. Um and you compare that to the standard bread prices who are harness racing, they of course raise for um, like a tenth of the money sometimes, like 20,000 in town they, they run for on a Saturday night. But I guess they can work their own horses in, in the back of a gig where for most of the trainers, it's, it's difficult to, to um, ride their own horses. Um, and some of the biggest stables can, can pay bigger than the other stables. So it does make it difficult, doesn't it, Saab, in, in the world it, that we it does, live which, in? Which is, why, which is why a lot of trainers treadmill their horses now and you know, yep. they've had to just probably change with the times. And that's unfortunately what we've got to look at doing as well. But I'm a big believer in, you know, I love to work my young horses um, and put a saddle on them because uh, it teaches them. It just teaches them uh, how to become good horses and you just can't treadmill them all their lives. So, But, you know, um, we're getting there. We're getting there, but yep. hopefully... We can knock off a few winners today. Can you have triumph with triumphantly first up from a break and an each way price with bet three six five with John Keating taking the ride? He's flying. Um, he had a wind up last year and um, 
first up we well first up we run super and then second up we went to um uh a bendigo with c williams aboard and i thought he would just win the only just one um i was actually disappointed even though he won i was a little bit disappointed i thought it was better than that but now that i've worked him out i think he's had the wind up he's not going to be that mile that i thought he was going to be so i just trained him like a sprinter five furlong horse and um i applied that uh Theory to his jump out at Wodonga with Tyson Barton aboard, and Tyson's an amateur rider, and um, he's a lot heavier than the uh, the other guys, and he just smoked in a, in a jump out. So we're just going in there fresh, and we're confident he'll run super. I think Brent Stanley's horse is a very, very um, uh, strong winning chance, and if we happen to run second or third, well, we've done our job. We're very happy with our vote. Geez, it looks a nice race for serious statement. Um, he deserves to win another one. Um, or she deserves to win another one. She hasn't been far away, but surely this looks this looks her race today. Hundred percent. Look, um, first up run was good. Second up run was super, and then we took it to Sandown, and I was adamant that we just get the money. And she just strained a muscle in her back coming down the hill. Yeah, That's twice she's done it there now. She's a big, big stride and filly, or mare. Um, and I just don't think Sandown suits her. Um. So I freshened her up and took her to the trials and she showed me that she's back on track. We've done a little bit of acupuncture work on her and she's come back in great order. And last start, I thought she would win, but the 1,300, she just felt a bit um, sharp for her. Uh, they never went hard early and controlled the race in front, but she was very, very strong to the line. I think this is her race to lose 1,500 metres. Um, drawn Pat awkward that Michael D, the champion jockey, and uh, leave it up to him. To, just to get her across from that barrier and just give her a couple of easy sectionals and she should let rip from the corner onwards. It'd be very, very hard to beat. You're a great man, Saab. Always great to hear your voice, mate. You you stay safe and look after yourself. Um, oh, you'll, you'll hear me if we, if we win the, uh, the Swiss Series statement because <laughs> we haven't had a winner for a while, so we need one. Yeah, you go and get them today. This is your day, mate. Um, go and get them. We appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. There's Sarbasan. Serious statement. Benchmark 64. Tough to beat in race seven. I think she's nearly worth a play there in that race. I think Vancouver Queen. I think she's on pace. We own a cost and Waterhouse and Bot. First light racing. She showed enough last preparation that she will be mighty hard to beat here today. And um, then a little later on in race number eight, if they are running on, geez, I've got a lot of time for uh, Carolee Rocks. She's a horse that was trained by Colin Webster in WA and she was delivering performances in the West. I know in lower class, but she was coming from last and and just smashing the clock. And I thought she, she was brilliant first up for Lindsay Smith and then she got too far back and in a big field at Sandown before going for a break. The small field suits her. I think she'll run a mighty race. Carolee Rocks in race number seven or race number eight there at Bendigo. So... We're going to have two units on her at $3.30 with bet three six five, And then in race number five, we'll have three units on Vancouver Queen at $2.80. I had a look at some of the races at Rose Hill today, and I might even play there. I know I usually don't, but um, I might see what Mickey Gannon and Dean Watley, I might take on the two superstars today. Hello to you. First of all, we'll go Mickey Gannon to kick off proceedings from the great tip-off. Good morning, mate. Morning, G. Not sure why you'd take us on, but anyway, happy to do so. No, I'm not taking you on. I'm just saying I, 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 that I worded that wrong because we never we're, we're oh, family oh, here. Oh. I want to see what you think 
if I'm on the right track, basically. That's all I was well, we trying like, to say. We're competitive beats. We like competition. My ears pricked up when I heard that, G. Yeah, well, I think in race number two, Kirk and Kiri Cam will be winning at 5.50. First up, this preparation for Waller McDonald. I think that this is a nice, nice horse. Inside gay. Yep, hard to beat at Rose Hill today. Yeah, rail out seven metres. That horse is going to be very hard to beat. Uh, you want to be in a good four. It's going to be a nice, fast track, and inside rails will be a premium, G. So no knock that horse whatsoever, mate. And that'll do me. That's the only one I'm playing. Mate, I had two that's units it. at 550, yep. I thought you were going to have a bit more for me. No, that's all. Awesome. Sometimes I, I, I don't want to get too greedy. No, you're doing a good job. Keep, keep it up. Let's go race five, G. We'll go uh, Carazana, another horse that's drawn inside here. This horse has an abundance uh, potential. It's come out, I think, four mines uh, stacked up around it. Gold Bullion has won a couple since. Very, very promising horse. This. You're getting it, you know, I think it was around $2. Now, a bit deductions. I'm not sure what price you're getting now, G. It's probably a little bit short, but you can have four units on it because I can't see it getting beaten. Race five, number seven, Carazana. We did our podcast today with the captain, Guy Molcast, who's involved with those horses there. And, um, yeah, he said Carazana will be winning as well. But it was too short for mine. But as you pointed out, it's been well supported with the scratchings as well. So, I'll have four units there at $1.75, but with the odds protector at Bet365, um, it doesn't matter what price you take, you are getting the best price. So there you go. Yeah, and look, the, the reality is $1.75, it probably should be $1.60 shot, $1.50 shot. Only Balak will beat it, G. So that's value um, sometimes. Make... People go, oh, it's too short, yeah. Gareth. It's like $1.75. Well, it's if, it's a, if you rate it $1.50, $1.40, well, that's value, isn't it? So that's, exactly right. that's how it works. Exactly right, but we're very confident in the next race, G. Race 6, number 9, sequestered this horse. Looks to have come back bigger and better, this mare by Piero. And we had Chris Feller on yesterday. who's doing some fine work at the great tip-off and with his tips, and he pushed this horse, and I'm, I'm with Chris. I think sequestered with Nashville Willow, Barrier 3. is going to be there or thereabouts over the 1,300 metres, and what we saw in a recent trial suggests that she's come back enormous, mate. You're getting what price we're getting there, sequestered. Um, just having a look at that Godolphin mare um, a little later on in the program. Where is she? She is $2.90 sequestered. Yeah, look, that, that's a fair price. I had a mark two sixty. I think she's a class horse in this race. I can't see any of these going on to uh, significantly bigger or better things, but I think she can do. So race six, number nine, sequestered there, mate. What we price? can have, uh, let's have, let's have three, let's have three units on it. Had a chat to the driver yesterday. You might've mentioned that horse's name. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you what, there's something, and this is a big price in the first. There's a horse for the name of Hartman, number 15, getting 20, 20 plus um, dollars. You'll be able to tell me what price we're getting there, mate. Yeah, $20, 380 This draws a really good gate this time around and gets J-Mac aboard. So he goes all right, J-Mac. And that 1,200-metre start at Rose Hill today with a rail at seven metres, you're going to want to be on pace. There's a horse in the race that groundish that was probably a little bit better than at Canterbury, but it probably maps much better than at this time around. And groundish is around that six five dollar fifty mark. Hartman is around that twenty six dollar mark. And I think Hartman could probably improve three or four lengths today, where groundish might only improve the one and get the map uh, map favour. So let's have let's have half a unit each way on Hartman at you know the twenty twenty one dollar mark. Yeah, so twenty three eighty Hartman, so a unit each way, go. sequestered three units at two ninety, and then Carazana four units at a dollar seventy five for Mickey G. Hey, um, 
Can you give me an opportunity now to let everybody know I'm giving you an opportunity about your top five? Um, so we had Jack Jenkins on and myself for the debate. Amelia's Jewel and Peritree's Brightside Militarised Sulcum for mine. Amelia's Jewel, I wish I win. Brightside's to party in front of Militarised for Jack Jenkins. Are you happy with those top fives, Mickey? Or you think that you would take something out and put something in? There or thereabouts. Yeah, I think there might be a couple I'll, um, I'll move around. But I'll tell you what we'll do. Why don't we... Why don't we come back with those tomorrow morning for the weekend preview so I can just do a little bit of research and throw a few in. Yeah. I, I would not have Amelia's jewel number one. I think she'll sneak into the top five for sure. Um, but at this stage, I wouldn't have a number one. I think Imperatrice has got to be there or thereabouts. But uh, well, why don't we stay tuned tomorrow and we can see what we can I look with. forward to it, Mickey. Stuart likes Imperatrice one, Amelia's jewel two. Do you know what? Jack Jenkins, he just watched her work once and he put Amelia's jewel on top. Now, Stuart, there's a lot of people coming in. Like I cop it, say they say it's a WA bias, but I tell you what, they're they're all coming in for the Amelia's Jewel. I'm not making this up. Without a fight, militarised Francesca Guardi at number five. There, Mickey. Anyway, you're in Sydney. Most of them going to the same. Most of them going to the same race. Yeah, we're going we're going Milo Milo areas. We're going to find horses that are going to win multiple Group Ones. So I'll do that for you tomorrow. We'll see what we come up with. And you know what? I just got to remind you, you're part of the family on Giddy Up and SEN. And I know you yes, do the mate. Sydney set, but we're a national show, mate. We're a national show. So there is racing in Melbourne and Perth from time to time as well, Mickey. <laughs> thanks for, and Brisbane. Thanks for your thanks. Hey, for, gee, we found plenty of winners there on Saturday in Melbourne. Don't you worry yes, about that. Yes, yes. cutting that up. All right, then. Keep on dominating. Thanks for that. See you, mate. DeanWatling.com. He would have Amelia's jewel in his top five. Dino, surely. Ready to go? Oh, she'd have to go in there. She was brilliant the other day, and I listened to your voice. I don't think we can go the other way. You might, you might tear up if I don't have her in my top five. But it's a good debate. I think it's up for grabs at the moment. We don't really have a pit-up horse. Wish I win. You keep it. Obviously, you kicks out of the, the spring. So I think it's that time of the year where we're waiting for something to bob up and put their head up as the best horse in the country, and Amelia's Jewel could be that. It's, a, it's an interesting one because I, I could, like – Think about an I wish I win for mine or on the verge of being in the top five, but just like, um, and I probably could put one of those in because from an Everest point of view, but I just think Imperatrice is the best sprinter at the moment. And I haven't seen the others. Like I think, think about if, if he wins as expected, like the market is telling us in the premier stakes, he might make his way into the top five because he's a winner, but um, you just got to call it how you see it at the moment. And I can't wait for the weekend preview because the Epson and the Metrop are interesting races, and then that Premier Stakes is going to be some clash as well. Yeah, it's one of my favourite weekends, and obviously we've got the gym crack and the breeders. We see the, the first look at the two-year-olds in Sydney, um, and then you've got the flight stakes as well. So it's one of the, the better weekends, grand finals around as well. The Epson's a little bit, we'll touch on it tomorrow, but I think the King Charles maybe has affected it a little bit this year. We've a couple of the big guns going for that race instead of maybe the Epson, but um, it shapes to be a really good weekend. I can't wait for field, which will be dropping in the next hour or two. Yeah, unfortunately, the Epsom has lost its, because of the, the pop-up races, the King Charles, which is the old George Main anyway. Um, and even the Eagle has taken the gloss a little bit off, say, the the Epsom, because you've got the Silver Eagle. So, and I think the King Charles is the main race now in the spring over the mile for those type of horses. But because of the, the Cox Plate and, like Amelia's jewel staying in Melbourne for a Chirac, they're giving up on that prize money to stay in Melbourne. I think now 
that their champion stakes day at Flemington is going to be clearly the best day because it's got that name champions day. And I think we're, if we're ever going to get everyone to come together from Sydney and Melbourne for that day, it will be that day. Um, if you know what I mean, Dino. Yeah, I think you make a good point. And everything, uh, every action has an equal opposite reaction. I think we're seeing that with a couple of these races. But in saying that, the Everest, if you look at that race meeting, it's one of the best. I think that and obviously Champions Day look to be the two pin-up days for our Spring Carnival now. And as a punter, you, you don't really mind. I just think maybe the Epsom, those sort of top-weighted horses are the ones that are probably not going to go there. You always get your sort of lightweight chances in those races that will go there. Maybe the strength at the top end of Sort of going to go towards the King Charles, but in saying that, as always, markets is always up. What about today, mate? Oh, I think we just dropped. He's dropped out, has he? Yeah, Dino. So we'll get him back on and see what he has to say regarding his best plays today. Um, is he ready to go, Dino? Take it away with your plays there at Rose Hill. Yeah, good meeting today. Rails out seven metres. So I think uh, on speed and rails in run will be a big advantage. I don't think you want to be getting too wide and sustaining a run. I think race one's a really good race. Uh, Arctic Glamour, I do concede, probably uh, one of the best horses in the race. But $1.85, poison odds. That horse will get out to two twenty-two thirty plus if you like it. I'm keen to play around it. I'm going to have half a unit on both the four. Mostro, who returns gelded and looked good at the trials compared to last prep, it will lead. And the 13, Pippa Strell, looked really good in his two trials. Lovely big action. I think the big tick today comes into gate four and should find the leaders back. I think they're two big ticks for those horses, especially with the way the track should play. So half a unit on race one, number four, Mostro, and number 13, Pippa Strell, to kick us off. Yes. Um, we moved to race six. Good to see good market support and good to see my good mate, Mickey Gannon, on this horse as well. Race six, number nine, Sequester. This is the brilliant kickoff for this horse. You can look at her profile. She might look like a stayer, but she's got really good figures, winning um, second or third up last preparation over these similar distances. And it's always a good rule of thumb. Horses coming off staying preps, they often have a lot of sprint and freshness in their legs first up. The trials of what I've been um, really keen um, to sort of speak about. She's shown a little bit more tactical speed in the trials, which she'll need to show today. But Nash in the saddle is a big tick. He can find leaders back from gate three. And um, it looks a really, really suitable race to kick off. The main danger is Alessandra, but the David Payne stable strikes at 6% first up compared to 16% second up. And that horse has only had one soft trial. So I suspect that horse maybe needs the run and that just plays into the hands of sequestered. So really keen to have four units on race six, number nine, sequestered. And we round out the day, Gareth. Race seven, number five. The horse that we wanted to back last week, it had to be Zoo through the jockey, Josh Parra for the gates. Um, it was a late scratching. But John Thompson has a great strike rate first up. It's the map horse. Its trial's been brilliant and its first up figures are elite. So going to have two units or sorry, one unit on race seven, number five. It had to be zoo to round out the meeting. Beautiful. How many units, sorry, again? So we're going to have 0 0.5 on Mostro and Pippa Stroll in the first. Then we're going to have four units on race six, number nine, sequestered. And then to round out the day, we're going to have one unit on race seven, number five. It had to be zoo. Yeah, at $9 there. That'll do us. Perfect. Love your work. Dino, look forward to catching up with you for trial time. 
Yes, trial time coming up. Plenty to cover and a couple more two-year-olds that we can throw into the duck book as well, Gareth. All right, mate. Looking forward to that. Sport fans, you have the chance to win an incredible Arizona holiday to the value of up to $10,000. All you need to do is visit iCanWin.com.au and tell us in 25 words or less why you want to visit Arizona. This is Bag of Tips. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals. Look them up at OzEquipment.com and the best pub in the Mallee, the Ultima Hotel. We'll take a break. Riley Morgan will be joining us next to preview the card at Belmont. Gareth Hall with you. This is Giddy Up on this Wednesday morning, 9.30. Let's catch up with Riley Morgan from Western Australia. Of course, he's done the form for us at Belmont. Surely this is the last meeting on a Wednesday at Belmont, Riley. We'd be getting close close there, Gareth, absolutely. But a very good morning to you. But I still think there's a, a bit of fun to be had on a pretty small seven-race program. All right, then. Where do we start with your specials? We'll kick off with my best bet, mate. Best bet comes up in race number two on the program. Race two, number 12 here, Secret Style, who resumes for Donna Reardon after a, a very solid debut performance in a fast-run race there at Pinjarra behind Dodger and the... A really soft recent trial where she coasted to the line very nicely under a very little urgings. And with William Pike aboard from Barrier 2 with a, a cutaway on offer in the straight again today. And only 53.5 kilos on her back for a, a filly who looked to have some size about her with a pretty significant wade pool and some key dangers that are carrying the 58. I think she's going to prove very hard to beat fresh Gareth. I'm pretty keen on her chances. Race 2, number 12, Secret Style. So race two, number 12, Secret Style. What unit play are we having on her? We'll go two and a half units there, Gareth. All right, two and a half units. What else are you doing, mate? We go down to race number three here. Now, this is a really good race. There's some real quality in this for the three-year-olds for a, a midweek race. And I'm actually going to back one at a bit of a price here. have a small each-way play, half a unit each-way on number 11, Sawlock, who's a... A pretty big raw gelding on debut for Grant and Alana Williams. And while the trials don't really scream anything amazing on paper, I thought he's worked through the line and passed the post, particularly when William Pike asked him for an effort there in his most recent trial. Really caught my eye. And you only need to go back to trial before that when fourth of nine. I thought he was travelling really well in that hit out as well. And two of the horses that finished ahead of him there have won impressively since in Inside Success and All Play, who we were with last Wednesday. And the other horse there, Massimune, was a great run inside that three-year-old company over the weekend. So it's pretty hot trial form and drawn a marble before, like 1,300 metres as a kickoff point for him as a horse who looks like on type that he's going to get over a bit of distance. I think he's still pretty raw and obviously new to it all, but I think there's a real motor there uh, from what we've seen in those two trials. So happy to have a speculative play half a unit each way at close to the double figure odds available. So half a unit each way, around $8. And what else can I get for that grand? Alana Williams train gallop at 2.95 there. Um, so lock, race 11, number 11. I've got a good job for you, Grant and Lana Williams. You could be their racing manager. I don't know if that job has been closed off, but I thought that would fit you perfectly with your skill set. Yeah, no. I did see that, Gareth. I did see that. It'd be interesting to see uh, interesting to see who gets that gig, though, because uh, it's a pretty big job. They're absolutely flying over here in the West. Yes, yeah, so I, I looked at that job. I said, Grant, have you got Superman applying for that job? Because you probably need three people, but... Um, what an opportunity it would be for someone that loves their racing 
and can delegate a little bit, um, it would be a great opportunity. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely, yeah. and uh, and from all reports, Gareth, they got some international interest in the uh, in the job as well. So there's certainly been people from uh, far and wide that have uh, put their hands up for it as well, and and I don't blame them for it either. All right, then, mate. What else have you got for us? Is that it? No, final play of the day, Gareth. We're sticking with that camp because they're just absolutely airborne and their horses are going so well. Race five, number four, Wango Award. It's been building towards a win this campaign and this just looks another great opportunity. She just left herself vulnerable last start given the slow tempo of the race and a horse with a really nice turn of foot on her back in running. So I think she'll track the back of the speed here along the inside with that cutaway in play for William Pike and this just looks a really good assignment for her and I think she'll appreciate the more genuinely run race which she gets here. Race five, number four, Wango Award to round out my place for today. What staking plan with that galloper? Two units there, race five, number four, Wango Award. So you're expecting Grand Alana Williams to have a big day along with uh, William Pike. So um, let's hope that's the case there at Belmont. Love your work, mate. Enjoy your day. Thanks for that. Beautiful. Thanks, Gareth. Catch up again soon. 9.35. Let's take the news. Then we'll come back with Mitch Lewis straight after this. Mix him up, baby, look at Giddy up, and this is Bag of Tips on this Wednesday morning. Thanks to Was Equipment Rentals, the Ultima Hotel, and Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What could you be buying instead for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Let's catch up with our great man and the man from formguidebreakdowns.com. Also, of course, uh, from you can follow him on Twitter or X. Mitch Lewis 101. I speak of Mitchie Lewis and he's done the form for us at Murray Bridge. And we'll also get some selections from him regarding that meeting at Bendigo. G'day, Mitch. G'day, Gareth. How are you this morning? I am very well, mate. What about you? Are you confident that we can make some money? Where do we start with your place? Yeah, interesting day at Murray Bridge. There's, uh, how many else have I got here? Six maidens out of the nine races. Look, I think a fair few of the short price favourites are probably going to win these maidens. There's there's a handful of handy horses going around, so it'll be a pretty good form reference for some of these younger horses. But we'll kick off in race four, number seven, Deep Float Diva. Mentioned yesterday, the market did come a little bit, but he's still holding a reasonable price at around the $2.10 mark. I think that's not a bad play. I think we can have three units on him. The, the Jollies have a good record with their debutante runners. He showed a lot in a trial at Gawler and he won very, very easily. So I think from barrier three, he'll be quite prominent and you'd expect him here to be in good condition, so he'll kick us off with three. Yes. What else are we doing after that, mate? If we move along to race six, I'm going to be with number five, On The Scent. So On The Scent's had two career one runs in, a, in his first prep, just had a little let-up since then. They were both on heavy tracks, but he was well-supported in a strong two-year-old race at Gawler just going out before the spell. Um, I think this is a lot easier than what he's ever seen, and he looks the type that's probably going to appreciate a good track. So... From barrier one, he should jump on the speed as well and he should be prominent and he should improve at this grade. Uh, we'll go two units on. How Two and a half, Gareth, two and a half. Two and a half units on the Senate, 2.4. Um, what else have you got for us, mate? There is race seven, number two, Bella Leak that we mentioned yesterday. I think she's just gone below where we want to be backing her, I, I'd say. She opened at 280 and she's $1.90 now, but I just thought I'd mention her. Punters, just keep an eye on. I think... If she drifts back out to with something with a two, you know, two ten, two twenty, she'll be a bet. But 
I found one is a little bit more value in race eight. Race eight, number three, Commander Miro. So Commander Miro has been close in his last two. He's placed in both of them. Prior to that, he was in a much stronger race. He's only a length behind him in a Metro BM64. So this is a 58 today. I think from Barrier 4 and Jake Torok in the saddle, it's going to be a lot better set up for him here today. Look, he was an each-way price this morning. He's not quite that, so but we'll hope that he stays there. So we'll have one to win, two to place. All right, then. Just repeat that number again. Uh, sorry, he is race eight, number three, Commander Miru. Yeah, so one by two on yep, yep. that gallop. Have you got anything for us at Bendigo? Well, I agree with you. Race five, number three, Vancouver Queen. I just thought Vancouver Queen was going to get in a better position than some of the others, you know, rock hard fit with that stable moving forwards. And then I, I think Carolee Rocks, I'm, I'm pretty confident Carolee Rocks looking at the market and they're just starting to come for her. I like her first up record. I think she's a pretty good sniff in that strong race too. Yeah, I, I like I, I looked at her, her first up record and Lindsay, um, I think Lindsay's horse is a better first and second up, but she was probably had a little bit of grounding underneath her when she was first up from Lindsay coming from WA. Um, and she, this is a, this is her toughest assignment first up. She was just going through yeah, her classes, thought, but I think she's what? very good. The small field's the one that, that's won me over with her today. I think the smaller field means that she can settle within striking distance. And I think she's just too quick for them. She's got a better turn of foot than her rivals. That's exactly what I was thinking. The fact that Miso's drawn next to her, I think Miso might come across. And then another horse like Demando probably put some speed into the race and she can probably track Miso who's going to go forwards. And yeah, she's got the turn of foot. I think she'll be able to run over the top of them if they set her up to do so. Good on you, Mitchie. Love your work. Looking forward to the weekend preview. You're concentrating. I guess what? It's Friday night under lights at the Valley. Your bread and butter. I reckon that's, yeah, that's, it's the first one of the year, Friday nights. I absolutely love them. It's, I reckon if you're happy, that's the one that I'll tear apart. No, we're definitely going to concentrate on Epsom Day and also Mini Valley for the weekend preview. So that's the play. Beautiful. Look forward to it, mate. And I'll chat to you tomorrow. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that. Ronnie, with his top five, um, he likes, I wish I win one, Militarized two, Imperatory three, Mr. Brightside four, Francesca Guardi five. Yep, I like that, Ronnie. No, Amelia's jewel, but he's got I Wish I Win. So that's the difference. So he thinks that I Wish I Win will be winning the Everest, and I think Amelia's jewel winning the Cox Plate. Um, I don't know who wins the Everest now. I'm just worried with the setup for I Wish I Win. I think he needs a mad tempo. I don't know if he's going to get that now with no nature's trip and Eduardo. Um, we'll take a break, come back with Chris Nelson looking at Ipswich straight after this. Ipswich today, racing in Queensland. We're on a good four rails in the true. Chris Nelson, thanks to Racing Queensland, joins us on this Wednesday, of course. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Make sure you check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Chris, so good morning. Good morning, Gareth. And yeah, good for it, uh, Ipswich today. 33 degrees at Ipswich. Perfect. So it'll be nice and warm out there. Yeah. Thongs and board shorts. It doesn't get any better. What are we doing from a punning perspective with your staking plan at Ipswich today? Well, I did mention Rising Pacific race two number one yesterday, but uh, I still think it's a better the better the day, clearly. But at $1.28, $1.30, I'm not going to tip you it. So uh, I am, but I'm not. So we'll go to race four. Horse number 12, Licker, for Tony Gollan. One run back from a break, and I thought it was quite okay in a tougher race at Doombin 
uh, behind Hard to Say. Uh, this one's a leader, and she wasn't able to lead because she missed the kick a little, but she wasn't too far away at the end, and Hard to Say, as we know, has won since. So the form line's good. Now, this is 800 metres. It's a scamper. She's drawn an inside gate. That's what you need at the 800 around uh, Ipswich, and I think she'll be hard to beat. So race four, number 12, Licker. A uh, bit of value here. There's a shorty in race five, La Tikia from the Golan Stable again. Clearly has the best form, but also has a wide gate. Oh, I wouldn't say I was wrapped in the trial. So I'm going to have a couple of dollars each way, number seven, Centre Bounce, who was good in a, uh, a highway at Ramwick, two starts back. Same class, same track last time. A little bit flat, but wasn't far away. Matt Dunn's flying, and it draws a good alley. So race five, number seven, Centre Bounce. That'll be a a unit each way job, race five, number seven. Liquor will be uh, four units to win. And we'll round it out with race seven, number two, Hang Five, who I tip constantly. Doesn't win too often, but he doesn't run a bad race. I think he's beautifully placed today, Hang Five. Uh, his last run in town was good. He was back from a wide gate, and then he ran into a bit of trouble early in the straight and finished off well. He should be a lot closer in the run today from the better draw. So race seven, number two, Hang Five, will have four units to win on that one, Gareth. So hang five, bet three, six, five. I can get you around. Jeez, I like that. $4.80 with bet yeah. three, six, five. A unit each way at $8 and $1.80 at the moment with centre bounce and then liquor. Four units at two seventy. Chris Chriso. Sounds pretty good to me, Gareth. Right, mate, you Bye. go and get them. We'll catch up with you. What's tomorrow? Thursday. I think we'll catch up with you on Thursday. No, Friday. We'll catch up with you Friday. next, mate. Look forward to it. All Thanks, right. Gareth. Enjoy your day. There's Chris Nelson. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Butch Castles, and then we've got some trots and dogs tips as well to come up to wrap up bagger tips on this Wednesday. That's coming up next. This is Bag of Tips. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals. Look them up at ozequipment.com. Ultima Hotel, the best pub in the Mallee, and Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks to Love NZ Racing. Butch Castles joins us because they're racing on the synthetic track at Cambridge today. Butch, hello to you, mate. Are you confident we can make some money? G'day, Gareth. Yeah, last of the synthetics uh, for the uh, winter season up here in the north. So uh, uh, this is the 11th of them that have been every second week or so. So last of the programs ones. Who knows if the rains keep coming and we have to transfer, then uh, that's the beauty of these synthetics, being able to transfer to them. Take it away with your specials, mate. Foot race three, number 10 on debut, Sonic Boom. This one's been really good at the trials. He trialled back in April and ran second to Discovery Bay, who's uh, placed in stakes company as a two-year-old. And third in that trial was It's a Charm Deal, who's a stakes winner as a two-year-old. So that form stacks up. He's come out this prep and uh, won two trials, the most recent, uh, the 12th of the ninth, up at Ruakaka. He's out of the uh, Ritchie Murray stable, trained locally, so he'll uh, know what it feels like to have his toe in the synthetic. And he's 250 into 220. Michael McNabb rides, tick, 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 he'll do me. Number 10, Sonic Boom on debut, race three. And uh, we'll go to race four, Alasha. Uh, Mark Trulick trains locally again. He's had one start on the synthetic for a win. $4.20 into three fifty, and there's some deductions in that, but he's uh, three eighty into three fifty since uh, uh, the bell went this morning after scratching. So, look, um, he's had the one run back, wasn't far away. As I say, one start, one win on the synthetic, and uh, that sort of works. So, race three, number 10, Sonic Boom, and race four, number two, Lahasha. Let's hope we go boom today, or boom anyway. Thanks for that, Butch. 
Good on you. Cheers. So there's Butch Castles. Four units at 2.2. We'll have on Sonic Berm and Lahas at two units at 3.5. The Ladbrokes Million Dollar Chase not far away now on October 13. Simon Orchard's done the form for New South Wales. Greyhound Racing today. Simon, take it away, mate, with your specials. Yeah, Wenty Park tonight, G-Rex 6, number 4, Rich to Natalie, two units there. Mark Gat, train runner, she's putting together a decent little CV at Wenty Park as well. Nine starts for three wins, four minors at headquarters, a best of 29.88, which would win most fifth-grade races like this, Gareth. She draws to either find the front or she'll just sit outside the leader at the first bend if she lands there. I think she's a decent player, and she was 350 when I last looked. So two units on race 6, number 4, Rich to Natalie, and then race 7, number 3, Blue Falcon, we tipped this guy last week, got the job done in a nice time at 29.81. He's now a seven-time winner from nine starts, but he's still a fifth grader at Wenty Park. Gee, he finds some all right dogs in this race, but you think he's got the highest ceiling. His main rival leg speed inside him is probably three lengths slower to the first mark. So Blue Falcon just needs to find the front. I think he will, and I think he can win race seven, number three. And how's this for a quick stat? Jason Magri has won 28 of his last 50 starts with 15 placings. So 43 of his last 50 runners have either won or run a drum. Blue Falcon to continue the run tonight for Jace Magri. Three units on it. So three units at 250, two units at 350 on Ritz of Falcon. Blue Falcon race seven, number three. Who wins the rugby league, mate? You've got 20 seconds. Oh, mate, I'm a Broncos fan since the day I was born. Go you, Bronx. All right, then. The Panthers hard to beat, but I wish you the best of luck with the Broncos. The Lions and the Broncos <laughs> double. That'll do us. The BBs. Um, Brisbane to have a field day. Um, hopefully their two sporting sides can win. 10 o'clock, we'll take the news, then we'll finish up Bag of Tips with Matty Claridge. Welcome back to Giddy Up. Let's finish off Bag of Tips on this Wednesday. Matty Claridge joins us. Matty, good morning to you. Hey, mate. How's things? Good, thank you, mate. What are we doing today? How do we make some money? All righty. Escott Park, which isn't particularly one of my favourite venues, but um, I'll try to give it a good whirl anyway. Um, race two, number six, Royal Portrush. Uh, got the job done here, fighting out the finish well last time. I still think there's some room for improvement. He's only had four starts to still learn in the game, but already put together two wins. Um, he will need to be close enough come box rise to play a major role, as the danger would be the one, but a Quinella could be the saver. But otherwise, if things go our way, I'm thinking two units at around 320 is good value. Yes. And then we go on to race eight, number eight, Alpha Riley. Uh, and super form at the moment, winning three of the last four. She showed very good early speed to claim a win on Monday at Eddington, and she defeated the smart Opawa Fat, who um, we've had tip out here about two or three times to get the job done for us. That's a good form reference. This field is no harder today, and she comes back to Invercargill where she's won two from two, track and distance. So two units each way at $4.40 for her. $2 each way at 4 40 and $2. That'll do us. So race two, number six, race eight, number eight. Are they the only plays there today, mate? Yeah, mate. They're the only ones. All right, then. Hopefully we can make some money. We appreciate your time as always. Awesome. Thanks, mate. You have a good day. There's Manny Clary's there with his selections at Ascot Park. Race two, number six, two units at 320 and then two each way at 440 and $2 with Bet365 with Alpha Riley. And then we've got uh, a tip for Darren Carroll at Geelong, race seven, number seven, laid in three units at $1.75. So that's the story there from Darren Carroll. And that is Bag of Tips. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals, supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries, ozequipment.com. And the best pub in the Mallee, the Ultima Hotel. Sports fans, you have a chance to win an incredible Arizona holiday to the value of up to $10,000. Visit iCanWin.com.au and tell us, tell us in 25 words or less why you want to visit Arizona.